Wrestling Nerds Radio Network presents The Golden Guys. Thank you for being a nerd. Hosted by Rick, the Sussman Sussman, and Maximus, Chad Greetings, everybody. Welcome once again, uh, for uh, the first time in a while, actually, welcome once again to The Golden Guys. Uh, where you have uh, two gentlemen for the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network, uh, myself, uh, Cocculus Maximus himself, Chad Allen, uh, sits alongside my uh, good friend, uh, the Sussman, Rick Sussman. Uh, say hi to everybody, Rick. Uh, hi, everybody. And- I, uh, as, as Maximus has said, I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman, and uh, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad we have we made time on the porch. I'm yes. very happy. Exactly, and and for those of you that may not have listened to previous episodes, this is when you get basically two of the old men from the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network to go out and sit on the porch and uh, and do the whole Pepperidge Farm Remembers type deal with something from the past. Um, however, uh, today is going to be slightly different, um, partially based off of some uh, some things that uh, Rick had said on his show, uh, Team Hammerfist presents Wrestle Crush Whenever, talking about one Mister. Uh, Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to cover CM Punk, uh, a subject that no other podcast in the wrestling world is covering at all right now. Especially currently. Right. Yeah, we're not going to completely beat this dead horse, but here we go to kick that that dead horse while it's down. Um, If you'd like, we... This has nothing to do with anything else, though. It's just happenstance. Right. Um, but if, for those of you who, that might want to play uh, Damn It Feels Good to get, Be a Gangsta in the background of this as we beat this with bats, kind of like that scene from Office Space, that would be perfect. Um, but we're going to kind of debate uh, overall the the pros and cons, I guess, of, of one Mr. Now, now officially by, by law, and registered into into uh, into notes, one Mister CM Chick Magnet Punk. So uh, I, <laughs> I I believe uh, I I will start a little bit here on the pro side. Uh, I would normally go over the rules of a debate here, but since I know we will completely obliterate them, I'm not even going to waste my time. Um, <laughs> So, uh, as it comes to one Mr. C.M. Punk, it has been... Uh, Rick, how long has it been now? Has it been about five years since Punk has not been part of the wrestling industry? Um, that sounds right. I could probably use the internet device to confirm this. If but it's, it's certainly been enough time that he is not uh, an everyday figure. You, and, and, and that's the funny part, and that's kind of where I want to pitch this on, on this here. That you are correct. He is not. We figure he's not been around between four to five years, and you can hear him hitting the Google machine to, to check this. Um, but interestingly enough, I, I would like to state that maybe uh, one Mister Punk actually still is an everyday figure in wrestling, even though he has not set one toe in a ring since who knows how long. Um, Looks to be twenty fourteen. Twenty fourteen. So four. So yeah, about four years now. So. CM Punk left and the IndyCast started. You figure out how that worked out exactly. Um, coincidence? Actually, yeah, probably. But um, entirely, entirely coincidence. Uh, but in that time frame, um, Punk has been 
not just a, an everyday occurrence as it comes to wrestling, but I would say almost bigger news in the time frame that he has left since the time that he was wrestling, uh, partially because of the way he left, that he, you know, some would say he took his ball and went home. A lot of people call him a quitter. Uh, some people feel that he was just standing up for his rights. Obviously, he told his story on uh, a another podcast that is definitely not one of ours. Uh, that gets a lot that gets a lot more listenership than we do, so I'm not even going to have to worry about uh, about hyping Colt Cabana's podcast. All right, I'll say. That. Um, <laughs> I was going to say if you're listening to this, there are very good odds you listen to that already. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you probably listened to it on Thanksgiving Day, like the rest of us did, because that was definitely that, that show went up. I remember Thanksgiving Day, 2014. Um. Because I got, I found out it was up. I downloaded it, ate, ate Thanksgiving dinner, and then promptly ignored my family for the next like hour as I plugged my in, plugged in my headphones and listened to what CM Punk had to say about his leaving of the WWE. Um, his gripes have been known every time he is in Chicago. His name is chanted sometimes, even in points where they're not anywhere near Chicago. His his name gets chanted. Um, it is amazing how the man, even through all this time, has still been um, such a, a talked-about figure, both online and in events and things like that, when when he has basically said barely word one about wrestling since that Colt Cabana podcast. Uh, and I guarantee you that if he comes back, which is what the rumor you know, circuit is is kind of I think more hoping for than actually might happen um, at Cody Rhodes's upcoming All In show. Uh, that I think once again the wrestling world will be turned on its ear uh, as he makes his triumphant return to the ring. Uh, do I think it's wow. actually going to happen? Yes or no? But we will, I'm sure, discuss that more from here, uh, Mr. Well, Sussman. Also true. So, there may be issue there, but okay. So you're going you're going to take the side here because I made it abundantly clear on the most recent episode of my specific podcast, as you mentioned, that I am anti the the mythos of Chester MacArthur Punk. Uh, <laughs> that is not to say, however, that uh, I do not believe him to be uh, wrong in his and how he felt he was treated in the WWE. I, I also mentioned that as well, but to me, I just don't feel he is what should be considered wrestling. He was, but then he left. And was his reasons for leaving valid? I, I said yes, I will say yes again. But he just... Maybe enough time hasn't passed, or maybe he's just very bitter, or maybe he's justifiably angry about what happened to him. But he hasn't really done anything for the industry, in my humble opinion, since leaving. And that's sort of where I stand. That's my very basic take on it. Obviously, that's why we're having this show. Right. So, that's where I'm at. Now, I, I want to retort slightly that you're, you're absolutely, I will say this, you're absolutely correct. Has CM Punk as a whole come out and done anything for the sport of wrestling since the time frame that he left? No, he has not. But he's been very honest that he was 
trying to kind of, you know, take a step back from the industry that he's been a part of that he thought he basically was born to to be in since the age of like 14, 15 when he got into the when he got into the industry. He started very young. Um but to say that he hasn't, you know, that he hasn't done anything, you know, for the industry um, I, I would actually like to point out that I think the fact that CM Punk actually was ballsy enough with the type of contract he did, with the type of push that he had, whether he liked it or not, um, and where he was to get up and say, you know what, I don't need this to get up and leave, actually was the caveat for something like All In happening. Because when CM Punk did it, it gives somebody like Cody Rhodes, who doesn't feel like he's getting the attention he deserves, who doesn't feel like he got the he got the push that he was, should be getting, that he didn't feel the WWE machine was behind him. This all sounds kind of familiar. It's a lot of what Punk was saying is the same things that Cody Rhodes said. Now, obviously, CM Punk decided to go the you know freelance comic book. He works with Marvel. Um, I have that issue. <laughs> he decided to go. He decided to go. Obviously, UFC. Um, and and try his hand on that. Whereas Cody Rhodes um, did has tried other things. He's acted. He's been in uh, Arrow a few times. He's uh, done some other things. Um, but he also because Cody's obviously got the family background of wrestling in his blood, decided to see where the indies could take him. And now has become probably one of the biggest stars in wrestling. Um, because of what he's done, and it has obviously created this all-in show with the Young Bucks, um, which is something that I don't think we ever thought we would see the likes of. Uh, a, a, you know, basically a non-affiliated with WWE or any major wrestling company, though, let's be honest, Ring of Honor probably has something to do with some of this, um, <laughs> a show put on individually by the talent, uh, basically under a challenge that they couldn't sell out a 10,000-seat arena, and they did it in 30 minutes. Uh, and I think, ultimately, if you, uh, you know, kind of if you follow my spider web here back, the reason stuff like this is happening is because CM Punk, you know, like I said, either quit or had the guts to leave. It's dependent on what side of the, the fence you fall on that, uh, but was willing to do that and shown others that, you don't, you know, just because WWE might be the biggest company in wrestling doesn't mean it's the one that you have to have behind you to make a make a career. Okay, so to surmise your your side of the fence, if I'm reading this correctly, and obviously correct me if I'm wrong, please. Your side of the fence is Punk is wrestling because ultimately he changed the industry in a way that was one beneficial and two. Uh, revolutionary and when you are when when you're such a revolutionary you're such a monsterly important character you're a steve austin you're an andre you're a hogan etc etc then you have to be someone of extreme note is that is that where we're going is that the idea i think that's fair i i mean i i might question the full-on comparison to like hogan and andre and austin because that's a I think wrestling-wise, they might be just that one slight level above uh, when it comes to their, you know, their... But then again, we're just talking about straight wrestling in that instance there. Like, th- 
those guys are the ones that, you know, the common fan, you know, that even, let me rephrase that, that even the non-wrestling fan, if you showed them a picture of Steve Austin or Hulk Hogan or Andre the Giant, um, transcend wrestling. Um, I don't know if CM Punk, if you showed a bunch of pictures to CM Punk to people, that they might know him by name. But I think as a wrestling fan, he transcends wrestling because he's a, he was able to change the industry even while not being in it. Um, and you know, that's that's a good take. That's that's a reasonable take at what you're getting. I, I like it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fight it too hard. However, <laughs> however, however, this would be a pretty boring show if you didn't fight me a little bit on it. So. Oh, yes. Actually obligated to disagree on this, or we wouldn't be talking to each other. <laughs> um, I have to disagree in so much as I don't think I don't think what he's done after the fact is that big of a deal and needs to be lauded at all. I, I think I think what he left for the reason he left is perfectly acceptable. We've been over that. I don't need to beat that specific part of the horse any further. But when you leave, you leave with what you were last known as. I mean, everybody knows this. Uh, for a long time, Lita left, you know, because she was, uh, she, she had, what, um, uh, crime time to sell off her panties. That's not great. We, we remember the last time that, uh, Batista left before this most recent time. He was in a wheelchair and he was busted up and, you know, he was a wuss or something to that extent. So when I look at Chester MacArthur Punk, I see somebody who left because he had had enough. And I say, fine, I get it. But after you've done that, you no longer have, in my opinion, a leg to stand on anymore. You've you've done it. You're, it's over now. Goodbye. Thank you for... Thank you for participating. Thank you for being a friend. It's time to move along. <laughs> okay. So let me, let me, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just going to say, and that's something that I just don't think gets you back through the front door. And the front door I'm specifically speaking of is my nerdy heart. I, you, you, you've made your point. I see your point. I don't disagree with your point, but I'm also not interested in hearing anything more you have to say. So let me let me question this though. Do you feel that CM Punk's hand, Chester MacArthur Punk? I'm gonna, now I'm never not gonna be able to not call him that. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorites. Do do you think do you think Punk's hand was forced a little bit by the overall pettiness of World Wrestling Entertainment after he walked out? Because I. Sunset. Right. Like if he left and they just ignored him, they just, you know, they maybe said one thing about, hey, Punk's gone and let it go to, to quote one, you know, one uh, amazing lyricist, uh, Elsa of Arendelle. Um, <laughs> but full names, please. Full names, please. We are gentlemen. Um, do you do you think that if WWE had been less snotty about it that punk might have let it go and we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now with things like lawsuits and um people finding chester macarthur uh punk to be 
you know, a whiner and a crybaby, as some people seem to think he is. I don't think he is. Um, but a lot of people do, and I and I question if that's not because he felt like he had to go on something like The Art of Wrestling because WWE was bashing him so bad, he felt like he had to let his side out. It's a really good question. It's a really good statement. And I, I will have difficulty fighting it. But again, I, I look at I look at his body of work post-WWE. He goes on this rant, and then the WWE does the smartest business decision that they have. They disavow his existence. I am, I was, I'm a WCW kid. Um, we've been over that. You know, you grew up in one part of the world. I grew up in another, so to speak. And the one thing that WCW did that I never liked was they acknowledged at the wrong time that the WWE existed. And the WWE never did that. Never they would that, that did. Sometimes in business, only in business, you have to not acknowledge your competition. It's a, actually it's pretty pretty damn important in some businesses to just not do that. That way you don't give them free pub. So I liked that the WWE decided to go that CM Punk was, you know, persona non grata. He had a choice at that point. Do I, you know, pursue another dream and, and start my, my training and become a UFC fighter, which he did, or do I do my 60 days, 90 days, whatever the window is, and maybe I swallow a little bit of pride and I go back to Japan or, or, or you know, start looking into what my buddies are doing. Like, you know, my old friends at the one industry, one part of the industry I actually did single-handedly create, which is ROH. He is ROH. He chose one and not the other. Personal reasons being what they are, again, hard to disagree, hard to argue. But that's where we're at. We're, we're all for a guy who basically told our industry, eh, I'm good, goodbye. Well, and but like I said, I, I question though if WWE didn't wait too long to decide to make him persona non grata. I feel like they decided to try to needle him first on the way out and make it a thing, and then when he clapped back, that's when they decided to really go, "Oh, he doesn't exist." And well, so of course yes, he's of whether, course whether he's going to be upset. They do that first, second, or fifth. The second half of that uh, that story, do I do I pursue my dream or do I still be a person in professional wrestling, has no bearing on that. You know, the WWE needling him, maybe forcing him to go into hiding, so to speak, maybe. But that doesn't mean that he had to. True, and I don't disagree with that, but if you've hit a point where wrestling is... You're you're so sick and done with it, and, and I'm sure you've been like you you know you've probably been like me in the past where you've had a previous employer that you were just so sick and tired of that you know you went to look for any other job you could find just to you know get the taste out of your mouth of the previous job. I'll actually give an example for that. When I you know I I was in the rental car industry for five years. I worked for Enterprise Rent-A-Car for five years. And by the time I got done with five years, there was no job I hated more 
than going in there every day to, you know, to wash cars and to try to, you know, you know, make sure I had enough cars for the, for the day, even though I've got a dozen reservations at, you know, 8 a.m. And there's three cars out back and one of them's a pickup truck and the other one's a cargo van. Uh, you know, when you get when you get when, when you get to that point, when you get to that point, and you're like, I, I don't care about this anymore at all. That's when I got into banking. I didn't, you know, there was nothing on my resume that had banking whatsoever on it. But because I moved into that industry and got the hell away from from that, I, I ultimately became a happier person. And I question if that's not the same situation with Punk. That yes, wrestling is he's been doing wrestling forever. But WWE might have left such a horrible taste in his mouth. The last thing he wanted to do, whether Ring of Honor would have paid him a million dollars, whether New Japan would have, you know, throw, you know, laid out the red carpet for him or, or something like that, probably meant very little with just how absolutely disgusted he was with the industry as a whole because he had gotten to what, you know, a lot of people consider the pinnacle of this industry. And then he felt like he was treated like absolute shit. So why take a step back? In his mind, I'm guessing... <clears throat> to move sure. to move back to a, a lower part of the industry, if he was just kind of done with it as a whole, why not move on to something different? Because that's the difference. Because then you know, because then this is very so bad. All right, because then you're not Flair. Then then you're not uh, you're not on Rushmore anymore. You're not Dusty. You're not there anymore. You're very literally not there anymore. And whereas what you're saying is very modern and very reasonable, I would never say continue in an industry that's making you miserable. I would say leave that industry. It's literally making you miserable. Why would you ever stay in it? That's terrible. <laughs> but that's kind of the, you know, back in my day, this is how we looked at pro wrestling. And it's true. You're old enough to know it as well as I am. Of course. Sometimes you just, you know, you got to be, you got to suck it up for the industry because the industry is not going to suck it up for you. And I am as about as lefty as it gets and hyper liberal and I would never question anyone for any of their orientations or desires or any of those things. But in wrestling, in this industry as it is right now, I feel that there's a way to be amazing and a way to be legendary. And Punk gave up legendary to just be amazing, in my view. But so let so let me let me counter that though. Uh, mm-hmm. Whenever there is a, a moment that might be uh, in, and I and I hate the fact that this is part of a you know chant. But if the audience is suddenly disinterested in a match or something like that. What wrestler name do they like to chant? Well, that is true. CM Punk. Uh, you know, but, what okay. when they're in Chicago, you know, a very major wrestling city, who do they immediately start chanting for every single time? CM Punk. So I question, and again, I I, I question to you. Yes, he may not have done legendary the way that the wrestling industry normally does it. But maybe because he did it so differently, that maybe you know, considering up there on that on that Rushmore, 
for you know a new era of wrestling stars do you not put you know do you not put punk up there like i said you know cuz you've got a whole new rushmore you got to look at right now and that's the independent wrestler the independent you know personality who has gone out and went you know what i don't need this i can do this on my own so why not make a new rushmore why not put him on the he's the the godfather of again people like Cody Rhodes people like the young bucks people like Kenny Omega people like Chris Jericho a lot of times I mean, Jericho obviously still wrestles in the WWE, but he's got, you know, Fozzie and a bunch of other things that he's doing on top of that. Um, You have to question that if somebody like CM Punk doesn't stand up at some point and go, this is bullshit, I don't need this, Um, you know, or you know what, let me, and let me throw a real semi-personal example out here for you, because uh, you have kind of a relationship, per se, with somebody like Simon Grimm. Uh, Simon Gotch, whichever name he's going by and, and whatever company he's at at the moment. But, uh, what does that mean to do? Yeah, uh, yeah, well, an ML, it, it, it always throws me because an MLW, he's Simon Gotch. Which, yeah, uh, I don't get it either. I haven't but, had a chance to ask him about that, but it's a perfectly reasonable thing to wonder about if but, I do say so myself. But if so, and, and I'm sure if you would even ask Gotch, and, and by the way, Simon, if you're listening to this episode, the IndyCast would love to have you on sometime as a guest. <laughs> Please, please contact us at IndieCast at gmail.com. Yes, IndieCast at gmail.com. We're, Finally, the onion unravels. We're ready. We're ready to believe you. Um, no, but but I, I would question if even if even he wouldn't look back and you know, you know, since he's no longer with World Wrestling Entertainment, to go. You know what? I don't need that. I don't need them. I can make, you know, I can make the industry what I want it to be. And he's been in Ring of Honor. He's a big name in in Major League Wrestling right now, which has its own TV show now. He's showing up on independent companies all over the U.S. and making a name for himself. And and I would be hard-pressed to believe that he doesn't look back himself and go, you know what? If somebody like CM Punk hadn't said, you know, F you and flip flip the middle finger to the industry, if everybody wouldn't be, you know, you know, a little bit more in tears when the WWE lets them go. Now people aren't as in tears right now when they get released because they know they've got a new lease to be able to do whatever the hell they want. And it takes somebody, it takes somebody stepping forward. It takes somebody to possibly be the martyr. Uh, and punk definitely has been a martyr in some points on this one, because some of the, you know, obviously, like I said, a lot of people think he's a crybaby and a, and a whiner and he should have never left. And he turned his back on us. I think that's selfish. I think I think he definitely deserves um, to take whatever steps he felt was best for himself, and this is what he did. No, and, and I excuse me, and I totally understand what you're saying, and, and to many extents, I agree. I disagree, and to one to one level, though, um, guys like Neville and Graham, well, Neville technically is still employed, but guys like Cody and Graham and so many other people who are making a name for themselves outside of the WWE, maybe even in spite of the WWE, depending on who you ask or when you ask them. Um, I don't think they owe anything or, or, uh, to CM Punk. And the reason for that is very simple. Um, he left. He left. Now, was he justified in leaving? We've been over that. But he left. And he chose to have a life outside of the industry. I am not going to tell anyone not to do that. I would tell people to do that, actually, uh, quite 
quite quite regularly. I would say definitely do not be involved in pro wrestling if you can avoid it. Some people can't avoid it because the call is too beautiful. It's too much. <laughs> could you could you avoid it if you were you know not the person that you are now, but perhaps the person you were a uh, hundred years ago when you and I were both in our youth? Oh God, no! If somebody had given me like a you know a sparkly jacket and the chance to be Bobby Heenan back in the day, I wouldn't have been able to turn away from it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but you know he did. Punk did leave. It's important that we f- I focus on that one because without it, my argument is completely moot. Two because Cody didn't, and the Bucks were never given the chance, or they never took the opportunity. It depends on who you ask and what what they say. But Cody stay. Cody came back. Cody is wrestling. Cody is is, is the son the, what the the son of a son of a plumber. Right. So to me, Cody is what I want from CM Punk. That's what I. That's what I'm talking about. Be that guy. Be someone who when. Push came to shove, said, I can do this better, and I don't need you assholes getting in my way. So that's my argument in a nutshell, is you can you can definitely look around and go, if it wasn't for Punk, I wouldn't feel comfortable leaving. You'd be right. But also, Punk left, but he never came back. And that's that's where I draw the line in the sand. You gotta you gotta come back. Well, now, okay, so then let me ask you this. There is now currently, you know, a an autograph signing set up in Chicago uh, during the all-in weekend for uh, one uh, Mr. Charles Montavious Punk. Nice. Um, so does... And, and obviously the rumor to that is that because he's going to be there for that and, and all-in is in his hometown... Uh, the current rumor, and obviously this is a major rumor, so take it with, you know, a, you know, a, a arena-sized grain of salt, <laughs> that uh, Punk would be facing off against Kenny Omega in what uh, I am going to officially refer to is the, oh my god, look out for the huge white mess of internet wave of cum that's about to show up from the wrestling world when that match happens match um if he comes back and does that match does because then he will have come back does uh-huh. does that change your outlook um as you know as sad as it is yes it absolutely does okay as as, as easy as it is to change my mind yeah that that certainly does so if he if he starts to you know he's taken his time off he's done the things he's wanted to um you know he's Tried the UFC, whether, you know, it worked or failed. Uh, well, I guess we'll know a little bit better after this next match, because if he loses his next fight, you can pretty much call it a fail. Um, <laughs> because, like, him and, you know, him even being on the current pay-per-view that he's on is being questioned by a lot of people, because he did not look great in his first fight. I mean, he is completely brand new to the industry, so I'm not sure what uh-huh. they were expecting. Um but so if he loses this one, you can assume that 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 portion of it is pretty much done with. Sawed off, yeah. Um, uh, you know, obviously he could you know keep doing comic books and and working with Marvel, which he could still do with an independent wrestling time frame. Uh, 
I would say something about him getting bored of being, you know, naked with AJ Lee, but I don't know how that's a possibility. Um, There's no way that's humanly possible. Right. I refuse so, to accept that. Yeah, as do I. Um, Lord knows I got to see her enough times in person at Florida Championship when uh, back in the day. And, uh, yeah, she's she is amazing. But um, so that's really what it would take for you, though, is like you, if you were to start coming back and, and making kind of a – making a, a kind of a scene in this industry uh, to try to kind of help it from there, that would then change the argument for you. Well, absolutely, because, it, you know, my argument is my argument is twofold. It's very plain, it's very obvious, but it's also the, what I feel to be the, the most earnest. I want him to come back and be wrestling. I just want him to be what I think he can be, which is wrestling. And, and right now, your argument, Jesse's argument, other people's argument is, what am I talking about? He's CM Punk. Of course he's wrestling. And I'm saying, no, he's not, because he left us. Like like the scene in Jurassic Park. He left us. He left us. Well, I'm waiting for Sam Neill to show up and say, but that's not what I'm going to do. When that happens, if that happens... I'm a happy Rick because I get to go and say, not only did I get to see this guy at his zenith, but I also get to see him come back and be the man. And that's what I want. I want to see the man. And I know he's got it in him. I just don't see it right now. So it'd be hard for us to believe it's there. (laughs) Let me, let me question this though. Is that mindset? Um, and it's not just you who has that mindset. There's obviously a lot of wrestling fans who have that mindset. Is that mindset a little selfish on the side of on the wrestling fan? Oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. Oh, absolutely it is. I, I have no argument to, to say otherwise. I, okay. I'd be an ass at the very least. <laughs> but that doesn't, that, that doesn't imply, as far as my, what I'm talking about, it doesn't matter. Am I being selfish? Am I being almost nay disrespectful? Yes, very much so. And I have no problem admitting that. Um, because it's not my job as a professional wrestling nerd to tell a wrestler what to do. It's just my job to explain to other nerds why I feel the way I feel okay. and do it in a way that's at least somewhat reasonable. So. Do I think CM Punk needs to come back? Actually, I don't. I, as we started our, our broadcast here, I'm, I'm actually with him on why he left. And I, I make no bones about it. But if he wants to be wrestling, if he wants to be revered and reguiled and all those other great things, he's, he's got to come back. He's got to be the man. Right now, he's just a guy. And like I said, I, I still question, and like I said, I guess that'll be kind of the, the point of it. I think we both kind of agree with the, the base of each other's arguments. I think the biggest point that we might have the disagreement on is, does he really does he need to come back or not? Um, right. Personally, I think he's made every point he's needed to make and can ride off in the sunset on his on his horse um, and, and consider it done, especially after this court case gets finished that he's involved with right now, win, lose, or draw. I think once that court case is done, that if he never wanted to look back at this industry again, I personally think he could do it and should still be considered, you know, could still be considered on that Rushmore. But obviously your side of it is, no, 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 you've done this much for the industry. 
you know, we need you back to, to really show what, what couldn't be done without the constraints of the WWE on you now. And, and as, as unreasonable as that sounds, when you say it like that, doesn't it, doesn't it just sound kind of awesome? Just a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. If he, if, like I said, if he comes back, especially, you know, at all in, especially against like the likes of Kenny Omega, if that's the way it's going to go. Um, Part of that, you know, as as like I said, as the IndyCast likes to call it, that internet wave of come, there'll be some of my own personal sample in, involved in that. Don't get me wrong. Um, there, there's definitively going to be some, you know, you know, some Coculus Maximus, uh, you know, wash to go in all that. But uh, because I'll be ecstatic about it. But I, I guess I'm just I'm not feeling that it's necessary for him i'm i am glad to let him have his life the way he wants to live it if he wants to live it as you know part of the wrestling industry i welcome him back with open arms which i promise you even the most devout fuck cm punk person on the internet right now will quickly welcome him back you know like the conquering hero he would be um i mean i definitely would but we've been over that you right. know a couple of times already right. i i think he is capable of being what so many people want him to be, which is, you know, the, the, the guy, the, the thing that we all want. Um, I just, I need him to do it or not be revived, revered, which isn't really fair because he's not asking to be revered. People are revering him for themselves. Right. I think I'm losing my point here. <laughs> so. Well, uh, for those of you that are listening to us right now on the Wrestling Nerds Radio Network, uh, first off, thank you. Uh, we definitely appreciate every one of our dozens and dozens or ones of ones, depending on which show you're listening thank you. to. Um, thank you. So uh, if you'd like to chime in on this, please do so. We'd be interested to see, uh, do you agree with me? Do you agree with Rick? Do you think we're both idiots? In that last one, you're probably correct. Um so uh, I will get my hype. In. I'll get my shit in first, real quick, uh, because oh, I can. Uh, so obviously, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/wnrn. You're already listening to this right now. You should go there and subscribe. You should rate us really well. You should go onto iTunes and do the same damn thing, please. Uh, and uh, listen to the IndieCast. Listen to uh, the Wrestling Nerds. Uh, let me try that again uh go listen to the indie cast and go listen to team hammerfist wrestle wrestle crush whenever uh both on the wrestling nerds radio network you can also obviously listen to the golden guys right here like you're listening to us right now on that network uh and whatever else we decide to put up zach romero might have another one of his uh monster of the week episodes coming up very soon which is uh not wrestling but definitely nerd so it still fits under the banner um and they're actually re- and they're actually really fun listens to. So go listen to that. Uh, also, because I am contractually obligated to hype them up, but uh, but I do love them anyway. PhilSingerGames.com. dot uh, com. If you would like to learn about Champions of the Galaxy, Legends of Wrestling, or some of the greatest independent wrestlers uh, in the coolest card and dice game you have probably ever played in your life, get some friends together, have a few drinks. I promise you, it's a blast. Uh, actually, I've got uh, an event coming up. I need to send you an invite for uh, one, Mr. Sussman. If you want to drive all the way out to the Tampa Bay area, you can come join us. So, well, I Tampa better one of these days for sure. So. Yes. So, and uh, do you have anything else you would you would like to hype, sir, that I maybe have missed? Oh, no, I, I always uh, like to, whenever possible. 
possible uh, troll my good friend Tom Alexander from those two jerks. Please make sure you get all grievances and angry posts and, and meanness to 321-76-JERKS. And I guarantee you that popped the shit out of Jet <laughs> I will be calling that later with some sort of prank call, I'm sure. Um, oh, you would, be, you, would, you would do me such an honor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, until next time, everybody, sadly my lemonade is empty. Uh, I'm going to go get a refill and uh, go catch an episode of Matlock. Uh, until next time, everybody, uh, I am the one and only Coculus Maximus Chad Allen. And I am the Sussman, Rick Sussman. And apparently Rick forgot who he was for a second. Uh, and until no, next time. You know what? You know what? I'm old. <laughs> Sometimes I need to be reminded. I had to look at my underwear. And, and until next time, everybody, uh, we bid you good day. I say good day, sir. <laughs>